Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Never in the history of this country has this happened. Right, Marty? It's historic. So... This kid goes out and kills four people at a high school. Mass shooting. Yeah, 2021. Yep. And they charged mom and dad. It's never happened before. With their responsibility for knowing he was mentally ill, knowing he needed help, and still giving him a gun. He was 15 years old at the time, and the prosecution argued that Jennifer Crumbly was responsible for the deaths because she was, quote, grossly negligent. By the way, we've seen this with them. Drug dealing, fentanyl cases. They follow the path back to the dealer and then grab the dealer, and I love it. But I wanted to go to one of my boys, one of the smartest attorneys I know, and get his take on the implications and possible ramifications. Phil DeLacente, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Larry. Good morning, Marty. So when you heard the verdict, Phil, what was your reaction? You know, I I think I initially commented on your show – I think we're going down a slippery slope. Obviously, you know, so people don't call me up hating me. It it was a mass shooting. It's disgusting. But at the end of the day, where does the responsibility end? So to answer your question, you have mixed feelings because I know the district attorneys are attempting to suggest that this is progress. But Sam Asserino, who's a professor at Duquesne Law School, taught me in the 90s, we're going to go towards the European way where it's never the responsibility of the person it's in addition someone else, and they're not conspiracies. And so that's what essentially we're dealing with, you know, these days, guys. And that's, and that's scary because, Larry, you brought up, uh, and Morty, this case, and then Morty brought up the fentanyl cases. Yep. And then I'm dealing with one which, without question, is going to go to the Supreme Court on, you know. And let me tell you about this case, guys. Yeah. On this case... The, the son couldn't take the stand. The defense lawyer for the mother wanted him to take the stand, but the judge said, no, he may still appeal his sentence, or I'm sorry, his, his verdict and sentence, and so he has a Fifth Amendment right. And the juries, guess what their question was? Uh, are we able to infer anything about the son not taking the stand? And the judge's response was, no, you can't. Just the evidence is in front of you. So I think you get a different verdict. 
if the kid's able to get up there. So, you know, it's, it's, I know everybody, you know, is tired of the violence. They're tired of like, do kids even learn anymore in schools at all about phones and, you know, TikTok and, I mean, you know, budgets keep going up for school districts. Everyone's frustrated. And then you deal with something like this. Here's what scares me about our society, though. People just go numb. They shut it off. Okay, honey, pass the salt. And it's scary because, the, the folks that are always complaining about crime or whatever, blah, 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 a little minor crime their kid might get into, they come into my office and they're flabbergasted at some of the laws that are on the books and how, you know, a parent can be responsible or what. So, you know, people really do have to take notice of this, and I don't think you build it up too much to suggest the same. Hey, Phil, what's fascinating about the position he's in, Larry, is that he's one of the best uh, criminal attorneys anywhere, yet... He also has insanely good lawyers who take civil cases. So this could go either way for you, right? Oh, yeah, there's no question. From how, how I thought it should have been dealt with, and I think I spoke to this on your show or one of the shows on KDK when, when it first came out, was this should be dealt with in a different form, the civil form. This is clearly a failure uh, of the parents. Uh, but does it rise to beyond all reasonable doubt? Beyond any reasonable doubt. No, I don't think it does. And I think that the verdict was wrong. I think that, you know, that civil component, you know, is more likely than not that she knew he had mental illness, that she knew, you know, he was a danger to others, that she didn't secure the gun. And, you know, the husband still has to take the stand oh, yeah. uh, in his own trial coming up. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. But I think the judge, I understand the judge is ruling, and I'm not going to, you know, right. challenge him. But... At the same time, you know, if a jury asks that one question, I think it's a pretty integral piece of evidence, and, and the kids should have been able to testify. So, Phil, we're with Phil DeLicente, uh great defense attorney. So Jennifer Crumley faces up to 15 years in prison. Sentencing will be April 9th. What will be the considerations in this case? Because she doesn't clearly present a threat necessarily to society nice, in general. Nice, nice. Yeah, you're you're right, Larry and I, and Marty. And I think what his, her defense lawyer will do is mitigate all the circumstances, and that you know she, while she you know has been found guilty, she has all these redeeming qualities. They'll have character letters. They'll have a free sense investigation report. The court will have a complete picture of her. Notably, I think it should be notable in Pennsylvania, which I've played, you know, clients who had trials on. They're fond of involuntary manslaughter. It's a misdemeanor in Pennsylvania, and it doesn't carry wow. its steep wow. on a grading. Okay. So that you know, when I heard about the 15 years, I was a little bit taken back. Clearly, it's a felony in Michigan, where in Pennsylvania it is not. I just wanted to note that. So, Hey, Phil, uh, you know what's ironic? I'll use the death penalty as an example. Polls in Pennsylvania say about 80% of Pennsylvanians believe in the death penalty. There will never be another death penalty case in Pennsylvania ever again in, in where somebody is put to death. This is like that. Everybody, I hear it every day, Phil, hold the parents responsible, right? It's all we ever yep, hear. Yep. So the public... Yep. Loves this. You know that, right? Oh, loves it. Loves it. Until until he might be sitting in my office. Boom. You know, <laughs> with, with a relative. Boom. You know, no, it, I don't say that to be cute or cheeky. No, I, no, what no, I, I mean get it. It's, 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 you know, there's an old saying, you know, what, what do you call a conservative? You know, a, 
a liberal that's been indicted. What do you call a liberal, <laughs> conservative? A conservative that's been mugged. So, you know, nice. like, <laughs> you know, it's, nice. that's, uh... it's it, you know, it, it, but I think uh, Professor Astorino nice. from Duquesne University, he called this, and you're starting to see more and more of this because whether they're minors or whether it's more people we can get in the net. You know, a lot of the great practitioners throughout our history of this country would walk a lot of guys in, in organized crime in the 40s until they had conspiracy and RICO acts, and then it could bring in a whole fishnet. And my question, my, my statement then is, and the question has to be posed, is where does it end? Where does it end? With whom? Nice. Do we then say, okay, the gun manufacturer should have... Uh, an affidavit signed by the parents that their kid's not, you know, psychotic. I mean, you know, like, and in, in, in kids will be kids, too. Uh, every kid goes through emotional times. Does yep. that mean that he was sick yep. and it was so obvious? I, I don't know. I mean, it just doesn't rub me right. Damn. Bill, appreciate your time Bill, this fascinating. morning. Fascinating, brother. Fascinating. Thank you. Damn. All right, Larry. All Thanks. right, thank you, Marty. Thanks, brother. You got it. Bill Damn. DeLocente. Yeah, Damn. it's from his perspective, I understand what he's saying. Where does it end now? Wait, Larry, you know we hear this every day. Hold mom and dad responsible. Every single day, brother. Crazy. But in this case? And the governor will be our guest live right after the news at 8 this morning, and we'll get into some of the details of what he talked about yesterday in Harrisburg. First, uh, folks he'll talk to in the entire country, actually, uh, since his... Uh speech we're honored actually yeah and, and what the impact is for you here in southwestern pennsylvania hey, hey phil raised some uh pretty provocative points you know look if that was me I, if that was my son right I, I wouldn't i'm guessing if i get in that mom's head she probably doesn't think she was hurt hurting anyone by giving him a gun probably well apparently bought him a gun as a gift yep but also bought him training However, and and now the husband's going to go on trial next month for the same, uh, you know, charges. You know, at a different level, they've gone after parents. And you know this, Larry, of a fine mom and dad or fine mom because Johnny doesn't show up for school, right? I mean, they're trying to make somebody responsible for something. I see what they're doing. I do. Well, also, what was interesting is what Phil DeLucente said at the end of our conversation, which was, any parents raising teenage boys at some points, their behavior could be erratic. Yep. So when does it cross over into that you could ever imagine them being a mass shooter? And, and let's go way back to when all this mass shooting hysteria started with Columbine. I interviewed uh, one of the young boy's mothers, and uh, she had no idea that her son was buying guns, he was training with guns, and he wanted to kill everyone. Now, does that make her a bad mom? Do you have kids? My daughter goes up to her room and closes the door. She's gone for two hours. What's she doing? I don't know. You know what I mean? What do we do? Mad Max, good morning, brother. What's up, Marty? How you doing, Larry? Hey, Max. Jump in here, man. Your take. So what Phil mentioned, you know, it's a slippery slope. So where do we stop? Um, you know, all this fighting that you've been talking about on your social media, I share all the fist fights and everything. Yep. Big, three of them yesterday. The three, of them. three of them yesterday. Right. Do we start going after the parents for not raising good kids and that they're causing violence in schools? Do you start going after the parents of bullies because, you know, some kid was beat up in school, so 
the school's not going to do anything to the child. You start going after the parents. Where does it stop? No, it's a great point, Max. What do you say? I, I say, yeah, actually, at some point. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm like a big Joe fan. Said, you say, yeah, until you're the guy sitting in. Uh, what happens when Vince punches some kid at school because they took his lunch money, and now you're in Phil's office defending yourself because your child, uh, you know, hit somebody at school. Right. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. No, it's one of my boys sent me a note. Who gives their uh, kid, 15-year-old, a gun? And what's funny about Bill Sawyer is his families they're all country folks. If you live in the country and you're 12 years old, you have a gun. That's just a fact. I mean, these kids grow up with guns. I, I had a shotgun, and I was 12. Yeah. And I had to take the NRA test, you know, and that's just because my dad, you know, four boys, we were, you know, he he wanted us to be familiar with weapons, how to treat them, how to use them, how to be safe. But you think back, wow, 12. But, but Max, if you make a plan to give your kid a gun and you know he has mental problems and the kid commits an act like this, someone somewhere has to be held accountable. And that's what parents are saying. That's what the cultures of America say, right? Right, Max? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I uh, I enjoy shooting. I have a young son that I've taken to the range. But I would never give my son, I don't know, what did they give my handgun? Yeah. I, I don't think that's responsible. I mean, maybe a long rifle, a twenty two, an air gun or something that's like that. That's what I had, but... actually. I had a twenty two and a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. And for... But I don't, I, I don't know about giving a kid a pistol. In my case, you know, it was... Uh... My dad had him locked away and separated. For, you know, it wasn't like I had free access either as a boy. I remember one of my boys in the neighborhood, this is a fact, I lived in inner city, man, had a shotgun. And going down to the railroad tracks with that shotgun and shooting at birds. And my point is, teenage boys do stupid crap with guns. And mom and dad should know that, I think. I Somewhere, somehow, we have to have a more accountable culture. And mom and dad are kind of the root of that. It's tough, though, Max, right? Yep. Yep. How old's your son, Max? He's 12. Oh, he's right there in that sweet spot when they start getting fascinated with guns and fire. <laughs> right? And True. Fire crackers. Yep, yep and I was. Blowing stuff up yep. and lighting stuff on fire. Yep. Yeah, my son likes making uh, homemade smoke bombs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? For those that never raised a boy, they they don't know. They think, oh, my God. But, you know, they go through stages. Right. So how would you know in the, in this case that your son was going to do something absolutely heinous like this kid did? And he's talking 15. about the, the video I posted this morning of another fight at Brashear. Do you yep. go after mom and dad? Yeah. At some point. Hell yeah. And should you go after bullies' parents? who don't do anything about it. Thanks, Max. You're the man. All right. Take care. Man, Max. You got your hands full, Max. You got a 12-year-old boy, right? <laughs> yeah. He'll be lucky if he makes it as a 13 in April. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take us with you where you go. We'll keep you updated with news, weather, and even high school basketball game of the week every Friday night. This week, it's Thursday night. And uh, we got you covered. So, I don't know if you had the time because I posted this late, but I posted this video 
I don't know, really early this morning, this massive fight at Brashear um, High School. Did you see that? Yeah. This was yesterday. Yeah, they had three fights yesterday. Here's why this is unsettling. First of all, they have a damn good uh, principal. Damn good. They have damn good teachers. But here's the problem. And, and this is a rhetorical question that I ask to everybody listening. They had three fights in one day. Now, this principal, who's very proactive and a wonderful woman, said, to hell with you kids. I'm taking your cell phones every day. So, because the kids like to record them on their cell phones and put them out on social media. Yeah, they record, organize and record fights. Yep. And some teachers have been in, injured in the process. Yep. And But they, you know, it, the emphasis is social media, right. posting it. Look at me. Look at us. So, somehow, my brother, they're getting around that, obviously, as this video proves. Um, the other issue is there have been at least three massive fights there in the last couple of weeks. Remember last, it was a Friday that I reported the cops were all there because kids today are all going to kill each other, shoot each other, right? So this is the environment, right? And so good for this principal for saying, let's get rid of these hoodlums, these scoundrels, these criminals. So they arrested a 14-year-old female yesterday and a 15-year-old. They're in school with a ton of prior offenses. Think about it, Larry. Firearms, uh, illegal firearms, possession of drugs, uh, recklessly endangering another person. They grabbed a 15-year-old who was in school yesterday for driving a stolen vehicle, shooting an illegal firearm, and drugs possession. Carrying a firearm without a license. Now, remember, he's carrying a firearm at 15. Think about it. Without a license. Right on, brother. Handgun. And, and all I'm saying is, because we heard Shapiro talk a lot about education. As you're sitting out there, you're an American family. And you're living in, in that school district. Ain't no way. Ain't no how. I'm sending my kid to that damn school. Ever. It's not happening, man. I'll take on nine jobs before I do that. Why? You want your kid in there? How about these teachers doing magnificent work? And I have a lot of friends that teach there. They're amazing people. They hurt their shoulders, their backs. They get punched, kicked all day long, man. There are students that go to school there every day and don't go to class at all. They wander the halls all day. I'm serious. Well, how does that happen? They're allowed. Because Why? The theory is, if you suspend them and kick them out, then what happens? Then what happens? They hit the streets. And then what happens? They commit a crime. And... There's this whole bizarre theory that we're picking on these kids by disciplining them. How about that? All I'm saying is these kids, one of my boys sent me a note. When I worked the metal detectors, okay? Listen to this, Larry. And they're trying to take away phones at a school. I found phones in a book. Larry, listen to this. In a sandwich in someone's shoe under their foot phones like phones 
It makes me sad that, number one, these amazing teachers have to deal with this crap. Number two, the students that go there that just want to learn. Number three, that a district that is so progressive and so wrapped around let's take care and love these kids that they can't see the truth. That until you take the bums, the bad kids, the felons out of those schools, nothing will work. And they will continue to fail. And it's frightening because every single person I know in this town that has a nickel will not send their kids to the public schools. Would you? Anyone out there? Would you? Every Wednesday at this time, we welcome another medical professional. Brought to you by Allegheny Health Network, Health for All, 412-DOCTORS, always a great resource. And today, Dr. Alicia Kaplan is a adult psychiatrist and medical director for the Center for Adult Anxiety and OCD at Allegheny Health Network. Doctor, good morning. Good morning. You know, it's ironic because we just came off of January, which is supposedly the cloudiest month we've ever had recorded in this area. And we start right. February with all this sunshine, which can be a mood changer. And I know one of the things you want to discuss this morning is that seasonal mm-hmm. affective disorder. Or SAD. It's actually a smart really real. acronym. It really is. And uh, each winter, we you know, we certainly have different winters. Some are more difficult than others. And um, we were, were fortunate in the last few days to have a lot of sunlight. Um, Sunday was a great day to take a walk. And that has a direct effect on people's moods. I mean, we all know so that. True, Larry. But what is sad exactly clinically? Right. Clinically, it it is a form of mood disorder. And most commonly in the wintertime or winter depression, it presents in the early fall or winter and then goes away or remits in the spring or or summertime. And for certain individuals, they can see patterns, but in order to make the diagnosis, it has to be at least uh, two seasons like that. But it can um, vary in degrees for people. So it can be in its more easier forms or not even full diagnostic. It can be a little bit of sadness, low energy, um, sleeping too much, eating too much through more severity where it's really a clinical diagnosis where Mm. it's pervasive sadness um, most of the day, every day. Uh, Trouble with having interest in things, wanting to sort of hibernate uh, in their house, you know, low energy, too much sleep, an increased appetite in eating, even uh, craving carbohydrates. So when does so, it tip over into something where somebody should seek professional nice, help? Nice, nice. Thank you. So when someone, you know, it's either within ourselves or our spouses or loved ones can say, hey, you're not yourself. You know, someone's not sleeping, not, you know, not eating right, sleeping too much or not um, engaging in life, uh, whether it's uh, going to work or participating in things with the family, you know, once it's causing so much distress and interfering with our functioning, then um, that really becomes a disorder. But so I think once people see, start seeing a change in their uh, functioning and uh, 
you know, worrying about themselves. You know, doctor, it's actually That's, fascinating because yeah. we get up at three in the morning and I'm serious about this. And Larry knows this. I have that, and I'm not exaggerating, that sad feeling every day sitting there alone in the dark. It, it's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, as human beings, we all have different, you know, vulnerabilities to the light, which is very interesting. Yep. And I think especially the people that see it within themselves that live here in Pittsburgh, um, where there can be more cloudy days, you know, even in January and February, it's important to plan ahead. That's like the most power we have is we can predict it. <laughs> so um, it's it's kind of like making sure you have bright windows in your house, that you have a, enough good indoor lighting, um, that you get out and exercise um, even for a little bit, you know, or plan social engagements in advance because the people that we know and trust, we can say, hey, you know, I'm not really myself in the winter. So if I have this planned, I don't have to go through the motions of trying to figure it out when I don't feel good. Well, we advise people to check out uh, Allegheny Health Network, and you can do that at ahn.org. 412Doctors, also a great resource, Dr. Alicia Kaplan, psychiatrist. We appreciate your time and expertise, at least with the sun today. It helps. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.